Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. Today we're going to take a look at Johnny Marr who was supporting Blondie on, on her UK tour. So let's get started, shall we? So Johnny Marr, born John Martin Mayer on the 31st of October 1963, is an English musician, songwriter and singer. He first achieved fame as a guitarist and co-writer of The Smiths who were active from 1982 to 1987. He has since performed with numerous other bands and embarked on a solo career. Born in Manchester to Irish parents, Marr Mar formed his first band at the age of 13. He was part of several bands with Andy Rourke before forming The Smiths with Morrissey in 1982. The Smiths attained commercial success and were critically acclaimed, with Marr's jangle pop guitar style becoming distinctive of the band's sound, and separate, but separated in 1987 due to personal differences between Ma and Morrissey. Since then, Ma has been a member of The Pretenders, They're There, Electronic, Modest House, and The Cribs. And he has also become a, a prolific session musician, working with names such as Talking Hands and Hans Zimmer. Having released an album titled Boom Slang in 2003 under the name Johnny Ma and The Healers, Ma released his first solo album, The Messenger, in 2013. His second solo album, Playland, was released in 2014, followed by a third, called A Comet, in 2018. Mars' autobiography, Set, Set the Boy Free, was published in 2016. Mars was, was voted the fourth best guitarist of the last 30 years in a poll conducted by the BBC in 2010. Phil Alexander, editor-in-chief of Mojo, described him as arguably Britain's last great guitar stylist. In 2013, NME honoured Marr with, with its Godlike Genius Award, not content with rewriting the history of music with one of the world's greatest ever bands, The Smiths. He continued to push boundaries and evolved throughout his career, working with some of the best and most exciting artists on the planet. Marr has used a variety of guitars throughout his career, but these are his most notable instruments. The Fender Jaguar, who has played a Jaguar since 2005, in 2012, Fender issued the Johnny Marr signature Fender Jaguar, which has several modifications, including specially voiced Johnny Marr custom pickups and four-position blade switch. The Rickenbacker 330. This guitar is mostly is most often associated with Marr due to its jangly sound for which he is known. He played it with the Smiths and can also be seen in the promotional video for Vivid by Electronic. He also owns a 360 12-string model that belonged to Pete Townsend. Marr acknowledged that many of the songs that were thought to have been recorded on this Rick ba- Rickenbacker were in fact recorded on the Fender Telecaster. Fender Stratocaster. Johnny Marr used a 1962 Fender Stratocaster to record There Is A Light That Never Goes Out and for much of the Smiths' 1986 UK and US tours. He also used a 1963 st- Fender Stratocaster to record The Boy with a thorn in his side, which was one of his main guitars in the 1986 tour. Fender Telecaster, while Ma was associated with the Rickenbacker 330, he admitted that many of the jangly songs that were recorded by the Smiths were in fact done with John Porter's 1954 Telecaster, including This Charming Man. Gibson Les Paul Marr owns several, including a rare 1960 model. His Cardinal Red Les Paul was acquired in 1984. 
and was used extensively with the Smiths and with the the appearing in the video for Dogs of Lust. He has now added a Bigsby Tremelo system to his guitar as well as Seymour Duncan pickups with coil taps. He gave his 1960 model also previously owned by Pete Townsend to Noel Gallagher during Oasis's formative years. Gallagher broke the guitar's neck hitting a fan who jumped on stage. Marlon gave Gallagher yet another vintage black Gisborne Les Paul used on much of The Queen Is Dead so Oasis could carry on touring. Gibson ES355 His cherry red model was used heavily in the Smiths during the 1984 and inspired suede guitarist Bernard Butler and Noel Gallagher to buy one for themselves. It was bought for him by Seymour Stein in New York as an incentive for the Smiths to sign to his label, Sire Records. He also owns a black model which appears in the video for Forbidden City and For You by Electronic, and a sunburst 12-string model that was used heavily in the Smiths' final LP, Strange Ways, Here We Come. This 12-string model was later given to Bernard Butler. Gibson SG Ma used a cherry red SG as his main guitar when playing with the Healers. He also owns a unique blonde SG. Fender Jazzmaster Ma used several Jazzmasters whilst a member of the Modest Mouse. Ma has used Fender amplifiers almost exclusively throughout his career. During his time with the Smiths he used a twin reverb, a Dulux reverb and a bassman amongst others. He has also used the Fender Champ with the with the the and the cribs when playing with the cribs he uses a super reverb Mars love of the Fender sound continues to this day with his Dulux reverb he has used other amps including the Roland JC120 Vox AC30 Mesa Boogie and Marshall cabinets Mar typically uses boss effects units notably that company CE2 chorus effect the TW1 touch wah wah pedal and the OD2 overdrive pedal in 2007, Ma was appointed using a visiting professor in music at the University of Salford, where he delivered an inaugural lecture on the 4th of November 2008, and a series of workshops and masterclasses to students on the BA Honours Popular Music and Recording Programme. On the 19th of July 2012, he received an honorary doctorate from the University of Salford for outstanding achievements and changing the face of British guitar music. On the 3rd of November 2018, Ma unveiled a plaque to his parents' hometown, Athy, in County Kilda, Ireland. This was part of Aid of Athy project. On the 19th of January 2012, Ma received the Boss Lifetime Achievement Award as part of the NAMM Music Industry Trade Show. Now we've had a fair amount of info on Johnny Ma, let's see how his performance went down. We'll be back after this. So not only does Master X Media have a series of podcasts, but we also have a series of books. The first book is actually two books, it's volume one and volume two, of a tribute to working at sea. The best fiction is based on truth. This is a compilation of short stories, rants and poems loosely based on the author's experience at working on a cruise ship. Some of these stories are based on actual events but highly exaggerated, whilst other stories are pure fiction. The title of the book A Tribute To is fitting with the tone of the book because, like a tribute act, it is a blatant altered reality where you can enjoy it knowing it's not quite the truth. 
There are things of alcoholism which used to be highly prevalent within workers in the cruise industry, as well as stories with a sexual nature. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the ride of A Tribute to Working at Sea, Volumes 1 and 2. All of these books are available on Amazon and are available in paperback and on Kindle. And the links for all of these books are in the description below. And we're back. So Johnny Marr, his intro started with some slow music, slow lighting. I want to say slow lighting, lights are just scanning the audience really slowly. And the LED had a distorted silhouette image of Johnny Marr and his guitar. Twice. I want to say twice, it would be one was left and one was on the right. Anyways, lighting wise, Johnny Marr had two rows of LED flood, well, the LED flood strobes, you know, they could be either or. Uh, so LX1 and, and he had someone LX3, I believe. And those are there just to illuminate the audience or uh, to give some uh, dramatic emphasis to parts of the song. So it'd follow the bass line, for example, or the kick drum. They weren't used throughout the whole of his uh, hour-long set. No, uh, they're just there for some of the, some of the bigger songs. And as I said, it's there to light the audience and uh, give a nice little in-sequence light, like um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. If you uh, if you've seen that movie, where the uh, different lights would light up in sequence to the song, and that's how how they did it. Um, he had one row of LED washers backlighting the stage, which were on LX4, and you know, because they're lower down than the rest of it, because it was yet again rates that LX1 was high, LX2 was a little bit lower, LX3 was a little bit lower than that, and LX4 was a little bit lower than that, and which is just above the screen height. And yeah, so his uh, LED washers were backlighting him, and he had a little bit of front light from LX1 as well, so not anything really special per se because it was Blondie's lighting rig and Blondie's team was kind enough to let him have a lot more use than most people would normally get when they're supporting uh, on a rig like that. But anyways, so his lighting was a combination of flash and trash and when I say flash and trash everything just flashing and washes and that was pretty much it because Johnny Marr didn't need any of, that, any of the uh, big expensive uh, toys or uh, go for the full scale uh, massive lighting effects. He just wanted to be seen. That's all he wanted was to be seen on stage. Sound wise, it was very bass heavy in the mix. Though I would say it is a gold standard in the sound clarity but it wasn't the 22 karat clarity more like 18 karat clarity that's where some of some of the vocals got lost within the uh, bass or some of the instruments just kind of merged together it just wasn't as clear as it could have been but it's just the different styles of that uh, mixing it wasn't bad it wasn't terrible it didn't sound like a shed and it didn't sound echoey and for the reverb for me it was just a bit too bass heavy so certain things got bled out but not too much though now performance wise, Johnny Marr had a great set with his uh, unique guitar sound being prominent throughout. Vocally, Johnny Marr still has a good voice and it's just as good as it always has been. And he interacted really well with the band, I have to say. Uh, 
you know, where they're not just on there to be uh, paid as a day job. They're there enjoying themselves, playing together. And it came across really well, really well. And one thing that I found was that was brilliant. One of his 80s songs, I don't know the name of it. The drummer stood up from the main kit, turned to his right, and there was the electronic drums and is hammering away at those. And at the same time, the uh, bass player went stage right to a nice little keyboard perch and he was just doing some uh, bass riffs on the uh, keyboard because he was give it the whole purpose for that was to recreate the actual 80s sound that he had originally. And it was good. It was fun to watch that, actually. Very fun to watch that. It's like, ah, yes. So that's how they created those sounds on the uh, old electronic devices. And it's good, though. It really is. Now, how did the audience respond to the show? Well, considering most of the audience were in for uh, Johnny Marr, they were there for him and Blondie. Not consequently for uh, Johnny Marr because he was there as a support. They were there because they really wanted to see Johnny Marr and they really wanted to see Blondie. Hence why most of the audience were in uh, <laughs> at the start of Johnny Marr's set. And it was really, really good. Really good. Every, uh, every song commanded a massive, massive round of applause. There was lots of cheering, lots of singing, lots of dancing. And it was really, really great to see something like that. Especially from a supporting artist such as Johnny Marr. Who is actually an A-list artist. And I suppose he just wanted to get back out on tour after the pandemic and not have the expense of going out on tour, i.e. being on the supporting artist. And then I'm sure that he'll go out on his own, under his own steam, on as his own headliner at some point in the future. But what a way to get back into the live performance when, uh, everyone, when everyone's trying to get back and recover from the pandemic. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, please hit like, subscribe and share. And if you haven't already done so, why not check out some of our other content from Master X Media, which you can find on our website, which is www.masterxmedia.info. And we'll catch you next time. Bye for now.